to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am your host, Chris Fultz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It is brilliant to get on here and speak to you. In what has been an incredibly turbulent week, it's good to sit down and dissect a little bit of The Bachelorette, episode four. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, I've got to say, Dave, I think it's very, very um, nice the way you put that. You know, this week we've... Had an absolute drama queen, someone who's dragging people around her down. And then you've got the other drama that's going on in the real world, Dave. So uh, it's almost like Donald is um, mirroring Claire, but we all get political. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> There's been plenty of toys thrown out the pram, Dave, this last week. Let's just say that from watching from afar, I, I can't even imagine what that must be like for our American friends, Dave. So, uh, yeah, that's about as political as I want to get. To yeah, I mean, hopefully it'll all be brought to a close pretty close, uh, pretty soon. And, uh, you know, starts starts another chapter then. But, I mean, Chris, I, I guess we we have to start off, really, don't we? So finishing off from the last episode where Claire didn't give out a rose and Boy's clearly not happy about it. And, you know, you've got the boy band manager. I can't remember. Is it Kenny or something? Um, he's questioning why he's there. And you've got the boys speculating a bit about Dale and, you know, have they been seeing each other before or what have you? And then we get the... You know, Chris Harrison comes in a little bit out of breath, I have to add. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have, have the uh, you and me talk. Um, what what did you make to that? I give Chris a lot of credit, Dave, because I think he was at the point of saying, you're taking the piss. Now, I would hate, Dave, and I really, really hope I'm taking, for once, you know me, I usually, I can smell the bullshit radar straight away. Whether it's right or wrong, I just think what, you know, I go with what I think straight away. I usually don't try and take a step back, do with the old bull in the china shop. <laughs> but I am taking Claire for a word. If she's willing to swear on her father's grave that she has had no contact with Dale, which I have been completely not believing at all. But if you are going to go to them lengths, Dave, then I've got to, tr- I've got to, I've got to believe that. And, and I'm just hoping that the little video we got of next week's episode um, doesn't prove that that because that for me, Dave, would be it. I would be going absolutely Chris crazy on her because that's a disgrace if she would lie about that. But I think I'm, we, me and Sam watched it together that this week, and I think what's interesting is Sam's made a very good point. She said she's definitely into him more than he's into her, and I'm like, yeah. And, and has she fell in love with him, Dave? This is my theory. As we were talking, has she fell in love with him? off his social media life. And I'm using the old quotation fingers because people who are influencers have had this amazing life on a fucking Instagram and YouTube and all that day. But we all know what real life's like. So has she fell in love with the idea of Dale? I'm not sure, but I really hope to God that she wasn't bullshitting us, Dave, because that would be it forever, I think. It's not just social media influencers, is it? <laughs> you see it all the time, don't you? People who got these great lives, on social media, you know, maybe not Twitter. Twitter does seem particularly toxic. It brings out the worst in people. <laughs> yes. But, you know, on Facebook, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for everyone and all my friends and stuff. And, and you meet them in real life and, like, fucking miserable, you know. I, I just think I, it's a dangerous game to to come to a complete conclusion about someone purely off the, the social media. 
I you've surprised me a little bit there, Chris, because you you're absolutely taking a at a word. Um, but I don't really believe anything that she says, quite honestly. And I think it's probably my turn to be bad cop. But I I mean. I'm sure we'll come back to the whole Chris Harrison talk because I do think that was quite interesting. But when Claire was talking to the group, right, I felt it necessary to write down three things. She says, I have so much respect for you guys. Ding, ding, ding. Bullshitometer <laughs> off the scale, right? <laughs> you guys have given up so much and it means everything to me. Ding, ding, ding. There it goes again. Bullshitometer. I'm going to miss you guys. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> fucking three bare-faced, absolute bullshit lies, Chris. One after the other. She doesn't have fucking respect for them. She's not going to miss them. She never fucking spent any time with them in the first place to get to know them, to actually miss them. So I, I just, I'm sorry, Chris, and I do think it is a horrible thing there to, you know, what she's swearing on. But I just don't buy it. If you if you are that much of a compulsive fucking liar, <laughs> I just don't right. buy <laughs> any of it. Listen, listen, I was building up to this, Dave. So so <laughs> you fucking dumb me. You stole my thunder. However, Sorry. no, 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 because obviously we we are coming to this completely blind, don't we? We both have our little snippets we put together and blind, things we want to talk about. Unprepared. Tomato, tomato. I, yeah. <laughs> Chris felt so prepared as always. But yes, um, I would say that I took that at face value. But the one thing, Dave, and I know that, I just know that we're going to be proven fucking right. And you're going to be, pro- I'm going to be proven wrong, sorry, that it isn't at face value. She's, so I know she's fucking lying. You just know she is right. However, I was trying to, I'm trying to take, it's when she said to Dale, the thing is, I fell in love with you, and we haven't actually been on a direct date. <laughs> and I'm, and that's to me, was like, well, how the fuck are you letting somebody get down on one knee and propose to you if you have never spent any real time with him? I don't, I, honestly, Dave, I'm with you. I, I genuinely, I was trying to do a bit of a Chris 180 there, but you've done me. But however, <laughs> I don't believe any of it. And I really fucking hope that if she is swearing on her dad's grave, that you know, you know, karma's a thing, Dave, and it is a thing, and that is fucking awful if she's doing that. I don't care what game she's playing and what she's trying to do for the ratings, and that, that is a disgrace. So, I and what what got me today, Dave? Why the fuck did we go through the whole episode again watching it? I don't think she or Dale deserve that amount of airtime and this yeah. whole bullshit bachelor fucking love story we got. They should have fucked her off after five minutes and gone right. See ya. And we got another an hour and twenty of the Dale and Claire show. And I, um, we were off it last week and the week before. We're only in episode four, and this week was just for me was an absolute joke. And I just feel so sorry for Taisha who's coming, Dave, because she like Sam Sam said it's me. She went, she's not going to have any time, is she? And, it's, and I know mm. some of the guys have gone, and we were speculating, weren't we? Are they going to bring them back? They're obviously not because of the about time this show's going to run. But I just think, Dave, them two should not have got that time at all. I just don't believe we deserved another an hour and a half of this bollocks. No, and I said it in the episode last week, didn't I? I don't want to see a whole episode of them two and then you just get Taisha right at the end. And that's exactly what we've got. And I think even if they hadn't have put their own spoilers, you know, in the first bit 
of the first episode. And they keep teasing the same bit. It's like, Claire, you've blown up the Bachelorette. They keep repeating these fucking spoilers. So I don't need to see it because you've shown it me 20 times already. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I must admit, I was a bit... I, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, But it, it, this was the weakest episode for me. But only because they'd spoiled themselves. You know, if they hadn't have put those spoilers in, I'd have probably been more engaged and more interested in what's actually going to happen. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, what did you reckon to Chris Harrison being a bit out of breath there? Do you reckon he's he's raced from a meeting with the producers there or something? Because he, he was definitely yeah. out of breath, wasn't he? You know what I thought, Dave? I thought, had she refused to leave her room, and this is where this has come about, maybe she has just said to somebody, because she had a production runner with her, didn't she, the other mm-hmm. day, and she's like, get rid of them all quick, and blah, 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 and she was slagging different ones off. I think she's maybe refused to come out and maybe she's just said, look, I can't do this anymore. And he's gone, holy shit, what are we going to do? Because what made me laugh there, I was laughing. I give Chris credit because he was dropping a few swear words in there. Like, <laughs> he asked her three times in this episode, have you been in contact with Dale? Sorry, twice in this episode, have you been in contact with Dale? And the guys, did, which we'll get onto in a minute, and she said, no. So they obviously know this is not true or there is something else. Her her um, line of the truth is obviously skewed slightly, Dave, because this whole social media thing is bollocks. Unless, unless she's getting someone else to contact him indirectly by another message, you know, like she's using someone else's phone or whatever or something like that. I don't know. And to be honest, I don't fucking care. But I do think Chris was right. The only thing made me laugh, Dave, when we were laughing, when Chris went, well, Claire, don't worry. It's just me and you. And I went, yeah, I'm a fucking camera crew. And they've had to tell you when to start talking as well, Chris, because I don't believe for a minute that you've just burst in there without a camera crew. It's not fucking some sort of reality TV show, Dave, or challenge Annika Rice, where the the camera crew just does it all on the fly. It was all set up. So at that point, I didn't believe any of that either, but it was great TV. Yeah, I think... um... I, I don't know. I, I I was wondering why he was all out of breath and stuff, but <laughs> I don't think we'll ever find out that these two were speaking. But I've said I, I'm, I don't believe it, so I think I'm just going to park it there. That's what I think. I, I don't think I'll ever be convinced otherwise because that it's not in Claire's or Dale's interest to break that silence because they, they'll have just, you know, from what we've seen of Dale... You know, he, he's got his own kind of ambition about being a, um, you know, some kind of TV personality or something like that. I, I just think there's too much for them to lose if they actually come out and basically just say they cheated everyone and wasted everyone's fucking time. So what was interesting, though, was Claire was saying, uh, you know, basically she, she was a bit of a stalker, wasn't she? <laughs> She was yeah. like, she was checking out his Instagram and like he, he was giving a tribute to his mom. And, you know, she said before, hasn't she, about I think the sisters in care, was it, or something like that? And, and you know, they, they have these parallels with their own lives. So basically, you know, old influencer Dale is putting out the best version of himself on Instagram. And Claire's fallen in love with with that version of Dale. Yeah. You know, that is the line that I think we're, we're supposed to take and just swallow whole. Um, I guess I could kind of half buy it, but you know, 
it's, it's just bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I say half by it, ten percent by it. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. It was utter bullshit, Dave. And I think uh, what got me is when she had to go and see the guys, and she had to sort of say, Chris said, like, you know, Claire wants to have a word with you and all that. And she comes in and she's chatting to him. I agree. I think the guys were right to say what they said. It was just at the point though where Claire sees any opportunity, Dave, and I just felt you've got 10, 15 guys there, potent, or maybe more, potentially firing shit at her. Then it verges on a bit of an um bit of a firing squad type. And he, he, he even I can even imagine Claire throwing the old bullying line out there, Dave. However, I do think some of the comments they said were on the money. You know what I mean? Like it was fake. Have you seen him before? Have you met him? Like, no, no. But what got me is that that pathetic line where she's been watching too many fucking uh, afternoon TV Can I guess? Can we do that? Yeah. I'm not going to apologize for love. <laughs> yeah, I am not going to do that. Because at first, when they said we want an apology, she wouldn't apologize, and she went and then she went. I will apologise. And then all of a sudden, the fucking waterworks come on, Dave, like a fucking tap as usual. And then she went, yeah, and you've, you've done it. I was going to do that impression. You, I'm going to do mine. Do it, do it. Anyway. I'm not going to apologise for love or whatever it was. And I just sat there like, I don't believe a fucking word of this. I don't believe any of this fucking nonsense that you are telling us at all. I don't believe for one minute. She didn't give a fuck about the guy. She was, she wanted the guys to put a big arm around her when Yosef and her had a fucking do. Now, you know, we'll talk about Yosef. No, she did She just wanted Dale. <laughs> no, no, but what I mean is when it was kicking off, she wanted Yosef, she wanted them to back her up. She was doing the old, I can't believe the way he just spoke to me and all that. But she gave as good as she got. We, we said this, didn't we? And all the guys were there, weren't they? Like, you know, get out of here and all this to Yosef. And he, wanted, he did go too far. He was yeah, complete yeah. Dick. But she give as good as she got and all that. But then the next minute, she disrespected all those guys by playing fucking hide and seek with Dale like she was 12 years old. And she was totally disrespectful to them, Dave. So so this whole thing all the way through, the guys were right to call her out. It's just that sometimes it teeters on the edge. And I think, I think they got the balance right. But again, the Oscar winning performance, as soon as she said that, and then a couple of the guys showed a bit of class and were like, well, you know, fair enough. You can show you should, you know, and that's it. End of the day, go off with Dale. But again, we're going to get fucking her and Claire in the next episode, Dave. I hope Chris pins them to the fucking ground, these two pair of blaggers. I really do. <laughs> you, you have gone a 180. You've gone from, <laughs> oh, I believe her, to you want Chris fucking I Harrison was, to pin him to I the had ground. A little, I, wanted to say, I had a whole spiel, Dave, but you will stole my thunder. But yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> so um... Yeah, and and can you imagine that that afternoon and evening when you were supposed to be having the cocktail party, you're mentally getting ready for the the rose ceremony and everything, and Chris just says, uh, "Yeah, there's not going to be one tonight." You know, uh, uh, Dale, can I just have a quick word? And then he disappears, never to be seen again. <laughs> and everyone else is like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> you know, this is yeah. just taking the piss. Those guys must have been fucking beside themselves, wondering what the fuck is going on. And so, you know, I I thought, was it Ben? I think it was Ben, maybe. That um, basically, not Dale. One of them says, you know, uh, you know, I hope you're happy and and all this. So he he was one that was that was particularly gracious. Whereas I think, I think. <sighs> It's one of those, isn't it? You don't want to come across like a complete douchebag, but old boy band 
Kenny or whatever his name was, you know, I, I think he was speaking what I was thinking. You know, he's like, he's just like, I've just wasted my time here, kind of thing. So, but I mean, after those initial waterworks, Chris, then they're quickly forgotten, and then it's all about the proposal next, isn't it? It is, Dave, and I'll be honest with you, Dave, I think Dale should have checked his fucking underpants because he looked like he shit himself when he yeah. said, you're going to have to propose to her because he was just like, that false smile he has was like, oh, shit. You know, and I, I wasn't sure that is the right thing to do. It's the nature of the show, but I was still thinking, and I think the producers have done that on purpose to see if this whole thing was real, Dave. I do think they did it as a bit of a play against them both. You know what? Right, I've I've gone on about this in, in multiple podcasts, so I apologise if uh, long-time listeners call me out on this one. But one of my favourites was uh, There's Something About Mary, right? Where, <laughs> uh, you know, it happened to be... Um, uh, sorry, not Something About Mary, that's the movie. Something About Miriam. Miriam, right? yeah. And they go through this whole bachelorette-type process, and it actually, uh, the guy who wins, he finds out that she was actually born a man. Right. And before that moment, he just, they'd been through this process and he was genuinely in love with her. And you could see the, the involuntary smile and, you know, he was just so happy, you know, and, and all that was, I think it was a two week vacation somewhere, but he was just, he was just filled with joy. And then, you know, you see him absolutely crushed after that because, uh, you know, he, he wasn't expecting it. But but my point is, when you see someone that elated, you know, you're going to get to spend, you know, what you think is the rest of your life with this person. Dale didn't have any of that, Chris. No, no. <laughs> he had the look of someone who's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I wasn't kind of expecting that. And I know, right, so they're engaged today, apparently. You know, still yep. engaged now. So well well done to them. And and let's face it, you know, if it if it was meant to be, we we hope, you know, it, it lasts. But it's just you've got to trust your own gut, you know, all the life experience that you've got and everything that you're seeing, just none of it adds up. And he looked like a guy who was, yeah, that was definitely his rabbit caught in the headlights moment. Yeah, without a doubt. I agree, Dave. I agree. And I think as well, when when you, you see in this whole thing, we then get the making love thing, the clothes scattered on the floor. How more fake do, do they think the audience is, Dave? Because I'm sat there thinking, I'm so glad I don't need something to eat because I'll probably throw it back up watching this shit because it was just... It's ridiculous. And honestly, through this whole point of this episode, I'm just like, Claire and Dave, look, and I'm sure there's going to be people support it. If she's in love with this guy and they go on and they have all this, no problem with that. I have no problem. But I think from the whole, my issue is from the start, this has been a complete deception with the audience and insulting our intelligence watching it. I don't give a fuck if they love each other and they've loved each other for a long time. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's the deception and, and the lack of, um, awareness of what the audience actually think. They think we're all fucking watching like Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty or something, Dave, and we think it's real. You know, it's like, it's not real. She's not being genuine. And and honestly, we didn't need to see all that crap. We just didn't. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think they've they've misjudged. But, but, you know, if we've got listeners out there who are invested, who are kind of bought into their relationship and, uh, you know, whatever... The means, however they've got there, ultimately, you know, they're in love. So, 
you know, we should we should be happy for them. But I, I'm like you, I just feel deceived by the whole thing. And the fact that Claire actually, Claire Dale, actually makes a point of saying while the cameras are there about how they didn't speak before, and Claire's like, oh yeah, well, you know, we we. Uh, uh, we didn't, of course, but no one believes us. The fact that they're making a point of going through yeah. all of that dialogue just screams falseness to me. And that is about, you know, also, you know, you're protesting a little bit too much. Yeah, I agree, Dave. She said about a lie detector test, and I'm thinking, we all know how they end up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, they'll t- they'll weed anybody out who's blagging it. So no, I I I'm with <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> Can I just say as well? I, I thought it was a marvelous piece of editing because they cut across to the guys, you know, and he's like, I can't remember which one it was, but one of them's like, no, Claire wouldn't do that. I mean, it's so soon they they wouldn't take that intimacy to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, mate. Yeah, okay, mate. Now, Dave, we did get to meet the new Bachelorette just briefly at the end, which I think was a travesty. We needed. uh, Now, I've kind of is it Taisha, Dave? Is it Taisha? Taisha, I think it is. Taisha, I apologise for pronouncing the name wrong, but Dave, straight away, I'm not just saying it. I just thought, you know what? You seem quite genuine and quite a nice person already. You know, we we get a little. VT of different things that's going to happen and that, and obviously Chris speaks to her, but I don't know what it is, Dave, but the vibe off her straight away is she seems like a nice girl. I could be completely wrong. We might be next week going, oh my God, she's she's worse than Claire being Claire back. You know, we care what you wish for, but she's seen there's a nice vibe and something's already changing by the looks of it. So I'm, I'm quite excited about that. I just wish episode four was, it, was, it run for an hour longer than it should have done with Claire's journey. It really just was a joke. Yeah. I mean, after that opening scene with Chris Harrison, I, I just thought that they were going to, that was it. It was going to be done and dusted with Clarendale's show and it was going to be off. But, you know, it ended up being mostly about them two. And then Taisha just gets shoved in there right at the end. So I, I worry a bit about how much time she's actually going to get with these guys. Um, but I agree. She looked, you know, she looked absolutely stunning, didn't she, coming out of the limo. Um, she looked kind of... Uh, like happy to be there, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I think that was good. What I found interesting, though, Chris, was the Chris Harrison gave the guys the option to either stay or go, but without any context of what's going to happen next. It's like you know, basically, Claire's fucked you all off. She wants to just spend more time with Dale, so doesn't want to stick uh, spend any time with you losers do you want to stick around so they don't know is it he didn't say there's another bachelorette coming in he didn't say oh we might have a bit of a bachelor in paradise you know like a, a love island kind of format so we'll bring in shipping a load of girls i mean if you're gonna go home what the fuck are you gonna do you know stay at home in lockdown <laughs> so yeah. I, I think you know, I thought a little bit of context would have been helpful to help some of them decide whether they were going to go or not. It's also going to flesh out or, or, or put a light on them, if you like, of, of the ones who are like supposedly really into Claire. <laughs> and they're not yeah. really. They're just like, no, I just want to be on The Bachelorette, have a bit of screen time. But I tell you, there's one person, Chris, and that's Jason. I do remember his name. 
And uh, he seemed genuinely cut up by the whole thing. And, and that all goes back to that first date that they had where, you know, you can tell he doesn't really like opening up to anyone, but he did, you know, under <laughs> under duress pretty much, you know, but eventually he did open up and you could tell that that really meant something to him. And basically I, I felt sorry for him. I just think, you know, Claire's fucked him up a bit there. Yeah, I do. I, and I agree with you, Dave. He's going to he's gonna weed out some of the Billy bullshitters in it at the end of the day. Whatever we think of Claire, you're going to see these ones who are just there for the taking and just there for that little bit of uh, TV time. They want to be Dale, basically, don't they, Dave? So let's see. As much as we've stood with them, knowing that we're getting played by Claire and Dale, I'm also looking at who's going to play the guys that do the same thing. And you're going to be like, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. But i tell you what, Chris, I am glad. It seems a lot longer than four episodes <laughs> yeah. that we've had of this. But I am so fucking fed up with the Claire and Dale show. I'm so glad that we can just turn the page now. I don't want to see another clip, another scene of those two in the remainder of this season. And we can just focus on Taisha and her journey with the, the rest of the blokes that are left. Yeah, and I do. And I'm looking forward to that, Dave. It was something different. Um, now, Dave, we've got a, a lovely email from our good friend, Lauren. So uh, I'll read this one, Dave. It's a cracker, an absolute cracker. It's a guest suggestion. Love the bonus episode. So happy to have you boys in what some of us call the pit of Bachelor Nation. Thank you so much for calling bullshit on the Claire is a strong woman propaganda. I think that was you, Dave. That was mm-hmm. a good call. That keeps trying to bulldoze any discussion of her very f- real flaws. I'm an un- un- unabashed... I'm going to unabashed unabashed feminist and I don't like being made to feel guilty for calling out issues in her behavior which are not in fact strong and independent she can deliver a tell off speech don't get me wrong and shines when she tells off scum like Yosef but she's also clearly deeply insecure and craves and needs an almost constant flood of validation from outside even Claire's very famous strong woman origin moment when she told off Juan Pablo only happened after he told her he had not picked her as the winner. He broke up with her and rejected her first, and only then did she decide she she didn't want a man like you to raise her children and tell him off. Had he made a different choice a few months earlier, she would 100% be embracing him as the man she couldn't wait to raise her children. Anyway, I know a lot of ex-contestants are trying to have her back. One really great analyst is Charlene, an opera singer who was on Juan Pablo's season with her and who ultimately eliminated herself because she didn't feel as strongly for Juan Pablo as she did for her. Charlene analyzes every episode for what lines may be frankenbitten or edited from other comments, what scenes and reactions may be a result of editing and not genuine behavior, etc., to try to present the most factual version of the episode. She's incredibly careful and fair in her analysis, and she can't give Claire the past the other former contestants seem to want to. And she's given her blog as well, Dave. It sounds really good, actually. Her blog's called Board Panda and the latest entries there. So we're going to have a read of that as well. It's uh, all pre- all the pretty pandas. It's .com to get over <laughs> there, guys, if you want a different perspective. And obviously someone who's been there and done it. I bet you could get her on your podcast as well. She seems to be willing to guest on other pods and is incredibly intelligent. Now that is a strong woman. Best contestant ever. This is so long, I'll stop here. Last thoughts. Rob Mills is a notorious bullshitter. Don't believe a word he says. Who's, who's, who's Rob Mills, Dave? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Is he what? Oh, he's the ABC executive. Um, ah, he's I the like one who that. said that basically, you know, well, he said a couple of things. He said, you know, Yosef's a complete scumbag, pretty much. And he also said 
the moment that they wanted to get Tasha in was when um, Claire uh, did did the whole thing where she didn't hand out the roses on the dates. Yes, but it yeah, doesn't right. add up the timing that Tasha to get Tasha lined up and to get her in quarantine. They, it just doesn't add up. Yeah, something's not right, Dave. Unless they always have a backup, I'm not sure. I'm not well, sure. I mean, that's what I was saying, wasn't it? Because the other conspiracy theory that's out there is that ABC were always going to replace Claire. But I, I just think, you know, if you're, if you're in charge of this franchise, you would have to have some kind of backup plan. I know it's never happened before, but, you know, I, I had thought it had been pretty much standard for to have someone waiting in the wings. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. So, Dave... Another cracking episode today. Um, and also, we, we're looking, we know this is uh, on later in the week as normal. We always try and do our bonus episode, don't we, Dave, and get it released on a Saturday. So, we're asking you guys if you want to email in, we're happy to jump on for uh, a bonus episode at back, back end of this weekend. So, if you want to get over to our email address, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, I'll just throw us some questions over there, guys, at cdrealitycast. And genuinely, it's entirely up to you how we dictate this bonus episode. With everything that's gone on in uh, America this week, we totally understand if people are just all dramaed out, Dave. <laughs> 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 totally get it, guys. I'm so glued. Uh, just keep pressing refresh on the on the news, oh. uh, on the BBC News. It, it's just uh, consuming me at the moment. So I'm hoping, Chris, that, that the next episode will be on Tuesday night, um, assuming that, that we have a conclusion to the election by then. Um, and so we'll release an episode def- definitely on Wednesday. As Chris said, if you guys email us in, then we'll jump on and do a bonus episode probably Sunday or Monday. Probably Sunday makes the most sense, doesn't it? Um, and then, yeah, but if, if there's no questions, no emails, then uh, then we'll have a day off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I will say, Dave, at 41 years old, I finally realised what a Democrat and what a Republican is because I've never bothered with the US politics at all. You know, in the UK, it's red and blue. And in America, it's red and blue. It's Labour or cons- Labour's red, Conservative's blue. But And you have a couple of parties, don't you, backing them up. But I've never realised who was on what side, what one was. What I just It never interested me. But my God, I'm the same as you. I got up for work about quarter to four the other day and I, th- I thought, oh, I've got to get downstairs, get Sky News on, get it on. And then we have to, this scoring system and I'm like, well, what's going on here? And we've got this college electoral scoring votes. And I'm like, now I know all Dave because they had it on all day. I was waiting for the scores to go up or down or whatever was going on. It was unbelievable viewing. And then I saw Trump's speech live and I was like, this guy is just, he's, he's, he's just, he's, he's a, Caref- if you were careful in- now. Some no, no, listeners no, might no, be no, Republicans, no. and they're no, the no, ones no. with the guns, Chris. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying what side of the fence I fall on. But what I'm saying is, if you are a journalist, Dave, or you run any sort of TV news thing, he is a dream for the headlines. In it, you're just going to get so many clicks because he just doesn't give a shit. He doesn't give a shit whether you vote for him or not. It is when I watch him, it's just compelling because you don't know what the hell he's going to say. It's just outrageous some of his stuff. But yeah, I, 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 I don't even. I'm just going to leave it there, Dave. But yeah, I have been glued to um, um, someone becoming United States president. I have no 
I have nothing in this race. It's just fascinating to watch. So what you're saying is you're looking for Claire to be up for the first lady president? Yeah. <laughs> Which well, he could be like the fake Milan. Is it fake Melania, his wife? He always said he's a fake one, don't he? He always has a Oh, it was definitely standing. fake. It was I know last it was, week. yeah. yeah. It, was, it was ridiculous. I, he's about 20 years younger. The, I, because we don't get taught any of the American politics in the, in the UK, do we? But because no. I'd worked over there quite a bit, I got to be aware of it a little bit more. But I tell you, Chris, I was a, I was out at dinner with a couple of colleagues one evening, uh, one staunch Democrat, one staunch Republican, and the subject got onto politics. And fuck me, <laughs> that was a real eye opener, and just how you know they were dug in the trenches, and uh, it it was. It was like, Chris, if me and you started talking about football, right? Yeah. It, it was yeah. like that because the, there is no way on earth you're going to concede any points about how great Liverpool are. And I'm not going to concede any points on how great Man United were. And it was it was that partisan. It was, it was nuts. And I was like, right, I am definitely not going to get anywhere near a conversation like that again but yeah that that was the eye-opener for me that that was years ago now but um hey, yeah hey, i'm gonna say dave you've just dropped a little nugget in there that you didn't think i'd spot you've just said how good liverpool are and how good man united were let's not Did go I? down this route dave you've already started it people you've all heard it there he, he was, he's already are you, are you gonna in. disagree with me <laughs> I was going to say, fuck off, Dave. We're not talking about football. We, we've got actual defenders. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. All right, I think we should. It's taking a turn for the worst now. Right, let's get, let's get going, Dave. Cheers, Chris. I'll Take speak care, to you next everyone. time. Bye now. See you next time. Bye.